0: Houston Real Estate Radio is proud to be your voice for Houston Real Estate.
1: Call in your questions to our 24-hour answer line
0: at 281-882-8088 or use hashtag HRER on Twitter.
1: Houston Real Estate Radio with Shannon Register begins in 3, 2, 1.
2: Welcome to Houston Real Estate Radio. We've got an exciting show planned for you today. Remember that you can always catch all the show over at HoustonRealEstateRadio.com where we post all the videos. We are going to have some Skyping in videos today. We're going to be doing a lot of Skyping. We're kind of going around the the, uh, the country today. We're going all the way out to California, over to San Antonio. we got a lot going on today. We're going to start with Stefan Swanipole. He is uh, Skyping in from California. And we're talking about the danger report. Um, I know a lot of you guys follow 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 me out there on Facebook and um, mentioned for the last several months, we've been talking about the danger report and some of the things that lie ahead for real estate. You can find the Danger Report online at realtor.org slash dangerreport, or you can you just go to dangerreport.com to see it. So that's what we're going to be talking about this first and second segment with Stefan Swanepoel. He's been on the show before. If you remember last year, we talked about uh, the book that he wrote, Surviving Your Serengeti. He was getting ready to come to Houston, and uh, we talked about that was a really interesting book. It's a, it's a fun read, actually, if you've got time this summer. He is a business and trends author, a proponent of transparency of information in the home buying transaction. And he's warned us that there are too many real estate agents out there that are pulling down productivity standards and the image of agents in general. There are thousands of agents that never sell a home and you don't want to be the consumer that uses that agent. Um, It's too easy to get licensed. There's a huge need for realtors in the transaction and we're going to be talking about that today. So he's Skyping in to talk about uh, the danger we report that NAR released. Uh, I guess it was the beginning of this year, wasn't it, that it was released?
3: Oh, it was only in the middle of May. So very recently. So it was
2: very recently. Right, I believe it was right about the time we were in Washington, D.C. for the Hill visit. So That's right, exactly. All right. So we're going to be talking with Stefan. So there's so much to talk about because, I mean, this is a huge report. It covers so much. So I want you to start by just telling us, you know, what is it? What is this report? It sounds so ominous.
3: <laughs> it does sound ominous doesn't it and that was the intention i think one should first and foremost give kudos to the national association of realtors because the report is truly a introspection it is a self analysis of not only the National Association of Realtors, but of the entire organized real estate structure. So the licensing and the multiple listing and the brokers and the agent. We know that change is happening everywhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, Change has has re-engineered industries and structures and companies. And the NAR is being very, very progressive in saying, let's look at our space, let's look at our industry, let's be very open-minded, very transparent. Let's try and identify what could happen in the future. The danger report doesn't tell us that something is wrong today. It says, what are the potential risks, threats, black swans, anything that could harm or hurt the consumer, the buyers, the sellers, the agents, the transaction, the MLS, and let's put it on a list and let's look at it objectively. And if we can, Let's try and fix it, improve it, make it better, streamline it, make it more cost effective.
2: So you have uh, the the leading management consulting firm for residential real estate. So you compiled all this data and just did all this research to, uh, to complete this danger report. And it has a lot of information. Let's start by, there's over 50 dangers that are outlined in this report, right? Yes. So let's start with the dangers to agents. What do you see as the biggest danger? And we don't have time to go through all of them. Let's just go over a couple of them. What do you see as the biggest danger to agents, to the realtors out there?
3: Yes, we categorized uh, all the information which we obtained and we put it in, as you correctly stated, five broad categories. We looked at at the agents, the salespeople, the Mm -hmm. realtors. We looked at the people who are the brokers, the managers, the owners. We looked at the National Association of Realtors as a national organization. Then we looked at all the associations, like where you are, right there where you are. We looked at the local and the state ones. So Texas and Houston, of course, all the other places across the country. Mm -hmm. And then last but not least, we looked at the multiple listing system. So first and foremost, we try to identify what could impact or harm the agent as we have them today. Although there's no definitive answer on what's right or wrong, we try to put them in the publication in order of what we felt was going to be the highest probability, mm-hmm. how soon it might happen or occur, and then how big would that impact be? Would it would it only be regional or local, or would it be a pretty widespread? And if I quickly grab my report, I'm putting one right down in front of me here. Um, so we think we said things like. Marginal agents that destroy destroy the reputation of the industry.
2: Mm-hmm. We there know there are, are a lot of those.
3: Oh, uh, well, listen, <laughs> I mean, always, you've, you've spoken about this many times. There are many good agents. Yes. There are many agents which are super professional yep. and that give you excellent, excellent service. Mm-hmm. But because the industry has such a, an eclectic, wide, diverse number of agents, unfortunately, we have a spectrum. We have the great ones, and then unfortunately we have the ones which are not so great. Yeah. And it's those not so great ones that often are the ones which are the brunt of the media or the stories, and people say, well, realtors are bad. No, realtors are not bad. There are some real estate professionals that are bad, and it's those ones which pull down the reputation of the good ones that we have to be concerned about.
2: Yes. And and to clarify, some of those agents, they do one transaction a year, they're new agents, and that's okay, they're learning. It's those agents that do one transaction a year for 20 years that I feel like have the biggest issues. Uh,
3: Good point there, very good point. I mean, uh, most medical doctors are not part-time. Most attorneys are not part-time, I mean, most people consider that as a full-time occupation. And although many real estate professionals do consider real estate a full-time career, there are many, and if I say many, hundreds of thousands that actually see this as a part-time, they're actually a house mom or they're working somewhere else or right. they're working in another store. And yes, they, they do. I mean, some, some statistics tell us that there could be as much as a third of all licensed agents that do zero transactions. Yeah. And when you're doing zero transactions, or maybe <laughs> one or two a year, clearly you don't have the same experience and same knowledge as those agents which do two, three, four, five, six a month, and maybe 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 a year. Right. Big difference. The consumer should always ask, how many transactions have you done? Where have you worked? What's your experience? Which company are you working for? How frequently have you sold in this neighborhood? What have you listed? What have you sold? I'm gonna find out out that the realtor which you are using is knowledgeable and experienced about the area which you wanted them to work in for you.
2: All right, very good.
3: Another one, Um, let's quickly see I'm paging here through in in no particular order. Number four was one which has reached a lot of controversy. Um, It says Exodus of independent contractors. Agents in the real estate industry are independent contractors that, that work basically for themselves and then they put their license with a broker. It could be a large national franchise mm-hmm. like the Coldwell Bankers or the Sotheby's or the Keller Williams or the Remax or one of those great big brands. It could be a great independent company in, in Texas. It doesn't mind. You could also work for yourself. Mm-hmm. But agents can physically move their license from company to company. There is some court cases at the moment in a few places across the country where it is being contested whether an agent should be an employer, employee, sorry, employee, Mm -hmm. or an independent contractor. At this point in time, if that legal structure changes, it will impact the industry. It might not significantly impact the consumer because the consumer will still have a real estate professional working for him or her. Right. But it will change the companies because the companies now sometimes are very large. Because they have lots of independent contractors. Mm-hmm. If those people were to become employees, well, then you have everything that goes with an employee structure.
2: Right. Yeah. And
3: that's being contested at the moment in in Massachusetts and in California. And we will maybe in the course of the next year or two find out whether that legal structure changes or not.
2: Yeah, that'll be interesting.
3: <laughs> yes. That, that will be.
2: affect brokers for sure. Huge um, impact on brokers. Yeah. Let's look at let's
3: look at number nine. Commissions consolidate into fewer hands. Mm-hmm. We have many, many, many real estate professionals in this country. There's about round numbers to make it easy for your listenership. Let's say about two million licensed agents. And about 55% of those are members of the National Association of Realtors or their local equivalent, which means about 1.1 members are members of a professional society. Uh-huh. They work for literally hundreds of thousands of different companies. As we progress over time, some of the big companies, the Keller Williams, the Wheelogy, the Berkshire Hathaway's, they're growing bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and we see that the transactions are actually consolidating into fewer and fewer hands. We have maybe about a dozen or dozen and a half companies that at the moment are almost 50% of the entire country's business. Mm -hmm. That's all this trend is saying. It's not that that's a bad trend, we're just saying the fact that big companies are becoming bigger, Yeah, be aware of that.
2: Okay, what about, um, real quickly, because we're running out of time here, but what about the dangers impacting brokers, the brokerages?
3: Well, the brokers have to be caution of the fact that there are legislative changes. There are things like the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Mm-hmm. There are changes to RESPA. There are new changes to HUD forms. There are changes to mortgage requirements. Brokers have to stay current with all of that. Uh, there is ongoing technology changes, uh, a lot of changes with regard to how business is conducted. The business model itself, number five, that is changing the way in which you deal with agents, how you manage agents flat fee structures, discount structures. Those are all changes. Brokers have to stay current with that. So I would say from a legal, tax, financial, government, technology point of view, brokers have a lot of things that they have to be aware of.
4: A lot of responsibilities.
3: Lots of responsibilities, Okay,
2: we're gonna go to a quick break and then we'll be right back with more from Stefan Swanipoel, so stick around. We'll be right back here on Houston Real Estate Radio.
5: Dr. Lori, PhD antiques appraiser from Discovery Channels, Auction Kings, and you're listening to Houston Real Estate Radio.
6: People often find themselves in need of storage and moving, but don't want the hassle and stress. Sound familiar? Well, at Zippy Shell, we make storage and moving easy. Zippy Shell will deliver a storage container to your home or business. You load it at your leisure, and we'll take it to one of our safe, convenient storage facilities, or ship it to your final destination. We treat your stuff like it's our stuff, because we understand you're not just giving us your belongings, you're giving us your trust. Zippy Shell storage and moving that makes life simple
1: call 713-747-0505 to order your zippy shell today 713-747-0505 are you a business owner needing cost-effective advertising bayou graphics offers a wide range of high quality high resolution graphics for your car truck van or trailer if you've seen the houston real estate radio trailer around town you've seen their work call bayou graphics today at 832-912-8200 or visit them online at buyugraphics.com that's graphics with an x
7: 832-912-8200 corporate finance associates is a middle market investment banking firm that specializes in mergers and acquisitions and capital transactions if you are a business owner looking for an exit or if you are a business owner desiring growth Contact the Houston team of Corporate Finance Associates at cfaw-houston.com today. That's CFAW-Houston.com.
2: Are you in the market for a new home? Let me tell you about Grandview Builders. They're a Houston-based home builder that currently builds homes in 15 neighborhoods in the Houston metro area. Grandview Builders offers affordable, custom homes with appealing exterior architectural style and interior beauty your family's gonna love. They have beautifully designed Electrolux premium appliances. Great homes with quality appliances not only designed for your home, but for your lifestyle. Grandview Builders can turn your dream home Into reality. Visit Grandview Builders online at www.gvbtx.com.
5: Have you thought about selling your business but don't know where to begin? You're not alone. Preparation is the key to securing the highest value possible for your business. Forward Results provides a unique approach to exit planning by offering a team of qualified professionals that collaborates to help business owners achieve their dreams and provide for their future. All business owners will one day exit their companies. Don't let one of the biggest financial events of your life catch you off guard. Contact Forward Results at forwardresults.com today and plan your exit on your terms. Forwardresults.com.
0: See this broadcast in beautiful HD video
1: at houstonrealestateradio.com. Houston Real Estate Radio.
0: 20 pounds of information.
1: In a 10-pound bag.
0: Welcome
2: back to Houston Real Estate Radio. We've got a lot going on today. We are actually Skyping in folks from around the country, doing uh, talking about a lot of different things today. Last segment, we talked about NAR's danger report uh, that they released earlier in the year. We're talking with Stefan Swanepoel. He was uh, the leader in putting this together uh, for NAR. So we've got him on the line. We talked a little bit about the impact, um, things that could impact uh, the industry for realtors and for the brokers. The brokerages and brokers. And now we're going to move on to industry associations. You know, um, here in Houston, we have a large association, the Houston Association of Realtors. And, um, you know, they do a lot for our real estate c- community here in Houston and are very well known at TAR for doing a lot in the industry. And just, uh, you know, 30,000 realtors, that's a lot. That's a lot of realtors here in the Houston market. So how, when you wrote this um, danger report, what are the things that you see that could potentially affect our local associations?
3: Realtor associations provide an incredibly large contribution to the real estate Uh, business and professional people that work in that business and our industry would not be where they are today without them so that they're incredibly valuable but as you said when you said Houston is very large yes Houston is one of the largest in the country (laughs) but when you start aggregating these associations together I mean on a national basis 1.1 million members for the National Association of Realtors that makes it the largest trade association in the world any occupation, any profession. So just by its very nature, these organizations often appear to many people to become stodgy. They look a little bit like government. They function like bureaucracies Mm -hmm. because they have committees and subcommittees and regions and representation. So when we critically look at them, we sometimes say that it it appears that their leaders are not always in unison with the market, they're moving too slow, they have multiple tiers and structures, Mm -hmm. we think that their boards of directors are cumbersome, they don't (laughs) take quick decisions, and those, those comments are all true, they're all valid, but at the same time, a non-profit association functions differently from a small, nimble, new dot-com company. Mm-hmm. So the report tries to identify those things which are not criticisms of associations, but rather identifying them for the very structure they are and saying, if you want to compete against a dot-com company, if you want to look like a Fortune 500 business, well then you probably need to streamline your governance, your board, your decision-making structures. And that's what the report largely focuses on. The other item which we like to also bring to their attention is that real estate is often seen as a, a second or a third career. It is not often that we have a lot of 20-year-olds or 22-year-olds or 23-year-olds entering right. the industry. Those are usually smaller in number. Mm-hmm. So, we all more often have a 40-something, a 50-something, a 60-something come to the industry, which means when you look at the leadership of an association, their leadership is also usually more mature. Right. Now, of course, that brings the value of years of experience. That's the good side. The downside is that innovation if you look at the facebook's and the yahoo's and the google's and the ebay's innovation usually comes from a 20 or a 30 something and not from a 60 or a 70 something right so associations are lacking young blood we we could do with tens of thousands of new realtors and tens of thousands of new people who would be willing to serve on leadership positions in the association both in Houston Texas as well as nationally
2: well, sometimes it's hard to get them there, though, as you know, uh, yes. it's uh, that that's hard to, to get them in the place you want them to be. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> so it's a, it's an uphill battle for the for the younger folks to get get where they want to be. All right, let's talk about the MLS. What are the dangers for the MLS?
3: So multiple listing services are those services that are offered to the real estate professional industry to share data so that they can better serve the consumers and the people which are some of the people which are on your call today. So it is a data sharing service and they originally existed in local areas. Right. So we originally had thousands of these. Now over time with the advent of of large computer systems and the internet, we don't need thousands or even at this point in time, I think we have 770 or so left in the country. And you might say, well, we only need one or five or 10, but we have these old legacy systems and we are gradually consolidating, but it is taking a long time. If we consolidated one MLS every week, it would take us two decades to consolidate them all i mean so it's a huge process and they all have different forms and different documentation and different codes and different backends and different software so that whole consolidation is most certainly one of the struggles of the industry Another struggle, of course, is that as it takes such a long time to consolidate, people are seeing this as an opportunity, and new companies are entering the industry. So we are consistently fighting, and when we see a new, I don't know, you could call them portals, you could call them uh, the Zillows or the Trulias, the industry gets all ruffled, all their fellas get ruffled and say, oh, there's a new competitor, this is the end of the world. And of course, it's not (laughs) the end of the world, but yes innovation is necessary,
2: says the man who named a report, the danger (laughs) report, (laughs) (laughs) the doomsday of the industry. (laughs) we
3: We should be aware of change being necessary and that it's happening. And we should understand that there will always be somebody building a better mousetrap.
2: Yeah. Do you think we'll ever have a national MLS? Do you think it can ever be possible to have a national MLS where everyone can actually agree to participate in one system?
3: I think we are actually reasonably rapidly moving in that direction. When I say rapidly, I think we could have... Now, remember, a multiple listing could be a front-end. It could be the back-end. It could be a set of rules. We could use a common database and still have different front-ends. But if you're saying, is there a national initiative or play there? The answer is yes. There are probably a half a dozen companies working towards that as we speak. And I would say in the next two to three years, you will see announcements happen as we successfully conclude some of those pieces. Yes.
2: Okay, very good. All right, and uh, let's see, what did we not talk about? NAR, we didn't talk about the National Association of Realtors. So they're the ones who wanted this report done. What did you figure out that their, uh, their dangers are to their association?
3: Well, one of the hardest things that NAR has to structure with is the fact that they are a representation of uh, the associations across the country. So depending on your size of your association, you have certain number of representatives. So almost like Congress, you are elected to the NAR board, um, not because you are one individual skilled person. You represent the constituents of a certain area or branch or association or area. So NAR's full board of directors is probably about 852 people. That's a big board, that's that's bigger than Congress and the Senate and the White House combined. That's a lot of people. Now that is the official highest authority of NAR. Now of course they do have a leadership team, they do have an executive committee, so that's not the only decision-making structure.
6: Mm -hmm.
3: But yes, NAR has to deal with the three tiers, national, state, and local. Mm -hmm. It has to deal with this big representation of a board. It has to always say, am I based on quality of membership or I based on quantity of membership. right? And it is, of course, trying to be both. And it is hard. Sometimes you want thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of members because you want to be the biggest in the world. At other stages, you want to put education and ethical standards and requirements in place.
2: We'll be right back with more from Stefan Swanipoel here on Houston Real Estate Radio, right after a word from our sponsors.
1: This is Madison Hildebrand, and you're listening to Houston Real Estate
7: Radio. Corporate Finance Associates is a middle market investment banking firm that specializes in mergers and acquisitions and capital transactions. If you are a business owner looking for an exit, or if you are a business owner desiring growth, Contact the Houston team of Corporate Finance Associates at cfaw-houston.com today. That's cfaw-houston.com.
2: Are you in the market for a new home? Let me tell you about Grandview Builders. They're a Houston-based home builder that currently builds homes in 15 neighborhoods in the Houston metro area. Grandview Builders offers affordable, custom homes with appealing exterior architectural style and interior beauty your family's going to love. They have beautifully designed Electrolux premium appliances. Great homes with quality appliances not only designed for your home, but for your lifestyle. Grandview Builders can turn your dream home into reality. Visit Grandview Builders online at www www.gvbtx.com.
1: Hello. Hi Jennifer. Listen, Nick is here with me, and he's very, very sorry. Um, who is this? I'm Nick's State Farm Agent. State Farm is famous for having great claim service. Uh-huh. When Nick got in his little fender bender last month, State Farm patched things up for him right away. I think he's hoping we can patch things up with you, too. This is crazy. Go with the company with a 97% satisfaction rating on claims. Get to a better state, State Farm.
7: Call your local Houston State Farm Agent Tim O'Neill at 281 358 4444 That's Tim O'Neill at 281 281- 358 Are you a business owner
1: needing cost-effective advertising? Bayou Graphics offers a wide range of high-quality, high-resolution graphics for your car, truck, van, or trailer. If you've seen the Houston Real Estate Radio Trailer around town, you've seen their work. Call Bayou Graphics today at 832-912-8200 or visit them online at BayouGraphics.com. That's Graphics with an X, 832 912
0: See this broadcast in beautiful HD video
1: at HoustonRealEstateRadio.com Houston Real Estate Radio
0: 20 pounds of information
1: in a 10 pound bag
0: welcome
2: back to Houston real estate radio last segment we talked about NAR's danger report that they released earlier in the year we're talking with Stefan Swanneypole so here's a, a question for you you know upstream was a big debate at the at the last convention and what I what I observed just as an outsider observing is that some of the board members were torn between the company they worked for that wanted them to vote one way and then the association that they're a member of that felt the vote should go a different way what I mean that has a huge impact on the industry right there what do you think about that
3: and that is why NAR is a complex structure to understand if you look at at a, 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 let's say Realogy, which is one of our biggest real estate companies. If you look at, at the Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Group, that is a big player in our space. If you look at Keller Williams, which is a big company, even if you look at the Zillow, those organizations generally have a small board. Their board of directors, usually seven, eight, nine kind of people. Right. So it's a very compact board. They know what their charter is. They know what their needs and their goals are. They think a lot akin and they take quick decisions. NAR does have agents on its board, some working for franchises, some working for themselves, some in the industry for a couple of months, some in the industry for years, some brokers, some big brokers. And because of that eclecticness, that that diversity, do the board members of NAR agree? No, there is (laughs) lots of discussion. And discussion of course is healthy, but we have to understand that by the very nature groupthink Mm -hmm. creates lots of opinion. And yes, there are always... Members that disagree with NAR always. It doesn't mind what NAR does. They're almost always in trouble,
6: <laughs>
3: so it is hard for them to move forward. And they do it actually very, very well. If you look at two of their most recent decisions, you were talking about Upstream. NAR has decided in principle through their associate, their affiliate company called RPR, mm-hmm. to help build Upstream and to fund Upstream. Mm-hmm. And about a year ago, they did the core standards which are the minimum standards for all the associations across the country. Both those are decisions which went through the entire NAR decision-making process incredibly fast. So NAR has shown in recent times when it's important to rally behind a big, important decision, they can do that.
2: Well, yes, because the board, of the, the board members got to the convention and found out what they were gonna be voting on. I mean, they, they, they didn't have any time to research and figure it out.
3: And remember, most of those board members are running businesses full-time. They don't really have time. Yeah, they're busy. They're busy. Mm -hmm. Yes, they are busy. You would expect that NAR would provide them good quality information, research and the facts, and then you would use that to take a decision. But they were able to take the decision, and I think that we are seeing NAR taking up the mantle of the responsibility of doing what it needs to do and what it should do. People have sometimes said that maybe NAR did not act responsibly or not responsibly enough, in their opinion, mm-hmm. in the past. I think NAR is trying very hard to become a very active participant to help the industry grow even more in these times of dangers and threats and risks and innovation and technology.
2: So the the, the point of the report, it, it, it didn't give any solutions, by the way. No. When are your solutions coming out <laughs> <laughs> no, it?
3: It's a very deliberate request from NAR and myself that the report is not going to
2: dictate answers, right? We want is, the answer booklet next year. <laughs> and
3: it's coming out next year. Yes. The, The trends report of 2015, 2016 (laughs) will cover the solutions. No, the danger report was to try and create a table of contents, an agenda, Mm -hmm. and say to everybody, guys, here are important things for you to look at, to see, sit at your board, Houston or Texas, go through the list and say, done, not done, not applicable, oh my goodness, this one's important, let's revisit this one. It's a checklist for all CEOs, for all board members, and then also, if you're a broker or an agent, mm-hmm. what you should be doing and what you should be focusing on.
2: Yeah, I think it, I, I think it's very thorough. I really appreciate that NAR put this out. I think it gives us all a lot to think about. Don't you think it did the job of raising awareness and getting people to, to talk about and think about some of the things ahead?
3: Yes, I think you're 100% right, it, it did do that. I think it also helped get everybody on the country roughly on the same page at roughly the same time. Mm-hmm. So that the guy in the small little town of, I don't know, I don't know, Pickett Fargo, North Dakota, and the guy in the big association in Houston mm-hmm. can be can be knowledgeable of all the important things that the big companies are talking about. This has enabled and empowered everybody in the industry to focus on the same things. NAR is trying to be transparent. I love it's that. Not, it's <laughs> not hiding anything, it's saying, yeah. here it is. This is not dirty laundry. Mm-hmm. This is simply an aggregation yeah. of the things that people are already talking about behind closed doors
2: right now in our and our they've saying, been oh, talking about him a long time
3: yes 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 mm-hmm. so in our saying let's not hide the stuff yeah. let's put it on the table if it's important deal with it yeah. if it's not important okay then push it to the side but you are doing so willing so because you know that it's not important
2: how do you think politics the the role that politics plays in the decisions that the national association of, of realtors makes do you think it has a big impact
3: Well it depends what we mean by politics. Uh, So politics in most cases means that we are trying to take into consideration the opinion of as many of our constituents as possible. And if you have a very eclectic constituents as we do have in real estate and you have newcomers and 40-year-old veterans. You have people that that barely finished school, and you have people with lots of degrees. You have people with small one-man mom-and-pop companies. You have people where where Keller Williams or Real G or Berkshire Hathaway have hundreds of thousands of agents. Mm -hmm. The decisions of these groups are significantly different. And and we are trying to accommodate... Again, you'll never please all the people, but you're trying to understand what does the important group's The large groups, the majority of the groups, the diversity of the groups, what do they want you to do? Yeah, politics is always there. Never go away.
2: Yeah. Well, and, you know, next year we'll start we'll we'll have our presidential uh, campaigning and, and that's going to be exciting. And, you know, I think that we'll see some big changes. I mean, people have wanted some big changes. I think that we'll see some big changes and it always affects our economy. And NAR just like takes it all the way down to the local level. They're affected by the economy and the, the regulatory changes and the legislative changes. So, I you know, I think that that's something that that will affect them as well.
3: We most certainly, real estate is most certainly impacted by the bigger picture. So so mortgage and economy and bubbles, yes, of course that impacts real estate. But real estate is actually a very, very stable, consistent industry. If you think about it, that even during the worst times of what they call the Great Depression of 2007 and eight and ten. if we take the worst, we went down to 4.2 million home sale transactions in this country. People still live somewhere, right? Yeah. So even in the worst time now, in the best time we had in 2004-05, the best time we were at 7.2. Mm-hmm. So yes, it did go down from 7.2, but, but understand that we don't go from 7.2 to zero.
4: Right, right.
3: We go from <laughs> 7.2 to 4.2. Yep. And 4.2 is still a huge, huge space. It's a big industry. The real estate industry is a trillion dollar industry many times over even in downtimes even in downtimes
2: do you think that we will ever get the cfpb regulated by congress
3: five times now they've tried (laughs) (laughs) so the cfpp and government intervention is most certainly one of the items in this danger report right it is right in there Mm -hmm. um They have flexed their muscle with student loans, with Visa, credit, with with, with not Visa, but with credit cards in general. uh, They're doing it with mortgages. They are looking at the real estate transaction, um, but it is the mortgage side of the real estate transaction that's probably more impacted than really the realtor side. Mm -hmm. It's not that the realtors should not be aware. There are many things, especially on the disclosure side, the transparency side, the referral of business side, that realtors and brokers should be very aware of. Will we ever get them under more control? I hope so, I hope so, uh, but I will tell. But but whether we have them under control or not control, whether we agree with them or not, the law is the law and realtors and real estate professionals have to adhere to that and I would strongly consider or recommend that agents, I even wrote a, a free report which we call the T3 Risk Guide which is all about the new forms and HUD and RESPA and CFEP. People are going to go to T3 and then spell out the word 60. So T and the number three and then the word 60.com. Mm-hmm. There's a 65-page report, which they can download for free, which explains exactly what comes into effect on the 1st of October.
2: Very and
6: good. And
3: what realtors should do. That'll,
2: yeah. that'll be good. That's for realtors or for consumers? No, that's for real. Well,
3: consumers are welcome to read it, but it's actually aimed at the real estate professional, the broker and the realtor.
2: All right. Very good. So what's next for you? What's your next big adventure?
3: Ooh. So we publish at the moment about five books per year. This year, we've done the trends report. Mm-hmm. Then we did the SP200, which is an analysis of all the top people in our industry. Then we did the T3 tech guide, which we looked at the 35 top software products. Then we did the risk guide, which was looking at the um, CFP and the government. Then we did the danger report. So we publish at the moment, ooh, seven, 800 pages of almost kind of consumer-like reports Mm -hmm. and this is all to try and help the people which you serve which i serve which is basically the real estate professionals right how do we knowledgeable educate inform advise make the knowledge more transparent so are we already working on the 2016 slate of products you're back you're back
2: you might want to take a vacation
3: I'll do that when I die.
2: Not- <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate you skyping and appreciate all the information. It's a great report. I know it's been used, you know, in our industry a lot already, right here in the Houston market. You know, we hear about it a lot, and so it's it's good. I think it's great, bringing the raising the awareness and and uh, getting people talking about things that they need to be talking about. So I think it's great. Thank you.
3: Thank we thank you appreciate you. we're 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 glad to be part of your show we support everything you do as well and we think that the houston and texas crowd are an awesome bunch of realtors so we love them all very very much
2: thank you we appreciate you we'll be right back here on houston real estate radio
5: hey this is jr martinez season 13 winner of dancing with the stars and you are listening to houston real estate radio
6: People often find themselves in need of storage and moving, but don't want the hassle and stress. Sound familiar? Well, at Zippy Shell, we make storage and moving easy. Zippy Shell will deliver a storage container to your home or business. You load it at your leisure, and we'll take it to one of our safe, convenient storage facilities, or ship it to your final destination. We treat your stuff like it's our stuff, because we understand you're not just giving us your belongings, you're giving us your trust. Zippy Shell. Storage and moving that makes life simple.
1: Call 713 747 0505 to order your Zippy Shell today. 713 747 0505. Hello? Hi Jennifer, listen, Nick is here with me and he's very, very sorry.
6: Um, who is this?
1: I'm Nick's State Farm agent. State Farm is famous for having great claim service. Uh Uh-huh. When Nick got in his little fender bender last month, State Farm patched things up for him right away. I think he's hoping we can patch things up with you too.
2: This is crazy.
1: Go with the company with a 97% satisfaction rating on claims. Get to a better state. State Farm.
7: Call your local Houston State Farm agent, Tim O'Neill at 281-358-4444 That's Tim O'Neill at 281-
5: 358-4444. Have you thought about selling your business but don't know where to begin? You're not alone. Preparation is the key to securing the highest value possible for your business. Forward Results provides a unique approach to exit planning by offering a team of qualified professionals that collaborates to help business owners achieve their dreams and provide for their future. All business owners will one day exit their companies. Don't let one of the biggest financial events of your life catch you off guard. Contact Forward Results at forwardresults.com today and plan your exit on your terms forwardresults.com.
2: Are you in the market for a new home? Let me tell you about Grandview Builders. They're a Houston-based home builder that currently builds homes in 15 neighborhoods in the Houston metro area. Grandview Builders offers affordable custom homes with appealing exterior architectural style and interior beauty your family's going to love. They have beautifully designed Electrolux premium appliances. Great homes with quality appliances not only designed for your home but for your lifestyle. Grandview Builders can turn your dream home into reality. Visit Grandview builders online at www.gvbtx.com.
7: Corporate Finance Associates is a middle market investment banking firm that specializes in mergers and acquisitions and capital transactions. If you are a business owner looking for an exit, or if you are a business owner desiring growth, contact the Houston team of Corporate Finance Associates at cfaw-houston.com today. That's CFAW-Houston.com.
0: If you missed any portion of this broadcast, links to the guests as well as HD video of the segments can be found at HoustonRealEstateRadio.com.
1: You're listening to Houston Real Estate Radio.
2: Welcome back. You're listening to Houston Real Estate Radio. Every week we bring you news and information you can use on your next real estate transaction. And part of that is understanding our industry and what we do and how we learn what we do, which is, I think is really interesting for consumers to know that when they go um, out and work with a realtor, what kind of training that realtors have, because there's a lot of different training out there. Um, and, and, you know, there are a lot of designations for realtors and all those things mean something. You know, they don't necessarily, realtor, or consumers don't necessarily know what those designations mean, but above all, it means they've had those realtors have had more education. Well, there's a, a form of training that also goes on for new sales consultants who work with new home construction. So, we're going to be talking a little bit about that today and a special class that's coming to the Houston area. But before I do, I want to remind you to go over there to Facebook and give us a like for Houston Real Estate Radio over on Facebook. And if you miss any of today's show, you can catch the whole show online on video at Houston Real Estate Radio. Radio.com. All right. Marsu Hafner is Skyping in from Dallas. Welcome to the show, Marsu. Thank you, Shannon. Glad to be here. So Marceau is with Sell, Solve Everything. That's her company up in Dallas. And Marceau, I know I've interviewed Ralph Williams before, your partner, and um, we interviewed him a while back because you guys actually came out to to the brokerage over at Register Real Estate Advisors and did a really great training. That training was on um, negotiations and closings. And um, I mean, the agents that attended it were just, just, they were so excited about it. I heard so many great things about it they were just raving about it so you own this school up in dallas and you travel all over the state training new home sales consultants and realtors
4: right right we we actually are a new home sales training and consulting company we actually travel and speak all over the united states that's exciting for national (laughs) national builders Mm -hmm. and for builders that are growing and upcoming builders. Mm-hmm. So we do a lot of sales training, but our passion and how we started was really our school. We have a new home sales school. Mm-hmm. And the one that we're bringing to Houston for the second time this month in August 12th and 13th is our comprehensive school, Shannon. We literally take a new home sales agent from beginning to end and give them a great overview on our industry because our passion is really to have great trained professionals out there. So right. if a, You know, Custer comes in, they feel really good about the experience. Yes, yes.
2: That's something that I think that real estate training is missing. So there's there's, when realtors go to school, the classes that the Texas Real Estate Commission says that they have to have before they take their test are all focused on learning contracts, learning how to um, do all the paperwork in the transaction as a realtor. Mm -hmm. They don't teach um, the... They don't there's a lot that they leave out. So the two parts that I really feel strongly that they leave out is the customer service how do you actually sell part but also mm-hmm. the what are you selling? They don't teach anything about the construction of a house or how anything about um, the house itself, how it's made, the inspection process, the building process you know people realtors they graduate from real estate school and um, they don't even they, they don't know what these terms are uh, when a home is built they, they don't know what right. a fascia board is I mean they don't know what these right. things are. And then the other side of it is now they've got a client and they're they're worried about the paperwork and what to do but it's more than just that you've got to have that kind of that bedside manner and how to be able to cultivate the lead and close the deal. So I right. think that those are two components on either side of what a realtor is taught in school, that they have to get through other means, through their brokerage and other means. And you guys do an amazing job at selling or at teaching this stuff to new home sales. And so now you're spilling over into the real estate industry because there's such a need for it.
4: Well, you know, I also got my license after 20 years of the new home builder. I thought, you know what? I've always wanted to have my license. So I went to Champion School of Real Estate and I was amazed at what realtors need to know. Mm-hmm. But when I finished, I'm like, OK, we've done nothing about negotiating, nothing about closing, right. nothing about how really to sell. Yeah. And uh, so Ralph and I do that. We have our comprehensive school, not only it also covers personality. I did some personality yep. with you guys, too. Yep. That was great. So understanding different personalities and a biggie is finding. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times we're not trained on how to even run the numbers and help people with tax benefits. So we're we're big on finance. We're big on siting, how to go out to the home site. I would think for an agent, it's intimidating. Yeah. And it is also for a brand new salesperson on site. They have sure. to be trained. They have to know what they're doing. We do model demo, mm-hmm. how to handle concerns, closing, and especially today with a different culture, Shannon, there's so many different cultures yeah. that need to understand mm-hmm. how to make the experience right for them, too. That's right.
2: That helps, you know, yeah. the Greater Houston Builders Association teaches a class on the ABCs of home building. Mm-hmm. And I brought that class into my brokerage because it's so important. The realtors need to know about what they're selling the actual product you know when you go to a car salesman they know how to do all the paperwork and everything but they also know everything about that vehicle that's Mm -hmm. something that realtors are lacking a lot of them don't know details about the house that someone's buying and so i think that that's a great thing that that you guys cover on you know being able to teach people more of the skill set they need to be a sales professional
4: right we do it's exciting yeah it is very exciting
2: so go ahead mm -hmm. Well, I want to talk about some of the topics that you guys offer, some of the classes that you have. I know you did negotiations and closings with us. You've got a class coming up where you're going to be teaching here in Houston soon.
4: We are going to do our comprehensive class, and that is on August 12th and 13th. So that is a Wednesday, Thursday from Mm -hmm. 9.30 to 4.30. And we have invited, we invite managers always from different companies Mm -hmm. to come, the, the builders to come in. But it is for anyone that wants to, number one, Look at the business. Do I want to be an on-site new home sales professional? Mm -hmm. It's also for somebody that just needs a boost. You know, sometimes companies are ready to let us go when all we need is just a little boost, you know. And it's also a great onboarding program. So if you have any, if anybody's out there wanting to get in the business, um, come take a look at it. Because we also do placement. We help place you with new home builders.
2: Wow, that's really cool. I didn't know you guys yeah. did placement. That's yeah. exciting. All right. I know you work with a lot of builders. Tell me some of the 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 builders that you've worked with and had really great success with the new home sales.
4: Well, let me talk to you about like who we deal with, mm-hmm. you know, nationally and, and locally here is you know, we deal with the you R. Know, Horton. We work a lot with K Hub and Ryland and David Weekly, uh, a lot of smaller builders like H eight Hunt, Pacific Lifestyle, Southgate, Bloomfield darling, a lot of builders. Now in Houston, we came and did a seminar in Houston and we were there was builders represented from Perry, uh, Longgate, Ryland, KB, Green Eco, uh, I'm trying to think of Guillen, Grandview, a lot of different builders have attended our classes and our school. So we are doing more in the Houston market because you guys have a great market just like Dallas does yeah so yeah you know, we want to be able to come down there and help out as well
2: and I think that it's great that Realtors and and uh, the builders and developer community are working more closely hand in hand I think that will continue to be enhanced as we move forward I think that um, there's a need for that you know there there really is a need to work in that direction and it's interesting because the builders who choose not to work well with the Realtors there are these underground forums now talking about them and I don't even think they realize it that you know there's these underground forums saying don't work with this builder don't go see that salesperson and so it's bringing things up to a new level of you know the these are the professionals you want to work with and i think that that's something that you're helping to do is cultivate those professionals that realtors want to work with
4: well i tell you something you know i i've been with builders that are not pro realtor and when i got my license i made phone calls and said you know what you don't appreciate this is this is complicated Be a realtor Mm -hmm. i i had a greater understanding and when i came to your group i was like oh my gosh i can't believe we do a silent auction for the ghba and a real estate company buys it instead of a builder Mm -hmm. yeah and i'm thinking this is awesome it was very exciting for me too shannon to come and be with your team and realize they do get it and they're very educated and they take their profession very seriously.
2: Well, if anybody's listening to the program today who wants to come over to your class, um, they can just mention that they heard about it here on Houston Real Estate Radio or um, Register Real Estate Advisors, and you're going to give them a discount. So
4: that's I good. Am. The course is only five forty nine dollars for the two days. And okay. if they mention your real estate your radio program or the um, real estate company then we are going to do that for 4.99 and all they have to do is go to salessolveeverything.com or they can call my call my personal phone number at 972-989-2737
2: all right. So you can go to, to sell dot and get more information. The class again is going to be next week on Wednesday and Thursday, and it's being held at a First
4: American. It's being held at First American Title, one of our very first sponsors when we started the company a few years ago, and that is at fifteen hundred South Dairy Ashford mm-hmm. Suite three hundred in Houston. So First American is the sponsor, and we'd love to have lunches you- included, and they will learn a lot.
2: Jam. You can be a realtor. You can be a new home salesperson. Really, anybody and can take the class. we to get
4: into new home sales. Yeah. We're, we're, we do that a lot. People really want to break into the industry, and they don't have anybody to help them. So that when they go to interview, they have some background and knowledge on and our industry. You said it. You know, realtors
2: have so much. I mean, that's why the realtor course is, coursework is what it is, because there's so much they have to know contractually and, and with the with the process of buying and selling a home. There's not enough time to put in all these other yeah. things, and that's why they have to get all these designations to learn. And so I appreciate you offering these classes great. Yeah. Yes. information that you're putting out there for the realtor community Thank and for you.
4: the builder community. Yeah. It's exciting. And thanks for having us. We really enjoyed it, Shannon. All right. We'll be right
2: back here on Houston Real Estate Radio. You've been listening to Marsu Hafner from Sales Solve Everything. All right. Thanks for listening to Houston Real Estate Radio. Catch us over on Facebook. If you haven't liked our page, jump over there and like us. Give us a like. And if you've got a real estate question, give us a call. 281-882-8088. We'll be happy to answer your real estate question right here on the air every Sunday between 11 and noon here on KTRH. That number again, 281-882-8088. And if you missed any of today's show, you can always go to HoustonRealEstateRadio.com where we videotape, uh, we put all of the segments on video online so you can watch them if you missed any of today's show. We'll be back next Sunday here on Houston
4: Real Estate Radio.